another edition of the Slasher Sanitarium. I'm your host, Troy, and we're talking about Interview with the Vampire, Episode 4, The Ruthless Pursuit of Blood with All a Child's Demanding. Louis saved Claudia from death, and the Azalea has burned down. We start with Daniel on the phone with somebody. He tells them he is in Dubai, but he cannot tell the person who he is meeting with, and he does say that it is about doing a book. Rashid is standing in the doorway and says that Daniel missed his appointment this morning for a levodopa transfusion. Louis has bought in a doctor to do it tomorrow. Daniel asks where Louis is, and apparently he is resting today. Rashid asks him to come with him. He brings him to a room and tells him that Daniel is getting access to some artifacts that may be of interest to him. We see that there are a series of journals that have been placed before him. Daniel reads from them. And the first thing he reads is one of uh, the POW, or one of them says that the POWs are sick and drinking their blood almost makes the writer of this journal sick. He grabs another journal and we see that all of these have been written by Claudia. Claudia details a fire that Louis saved her from. She says that her auntie told her to stay put and when she came back, she brought the fire with her. We then see her aunt fully engulfed in flames standing in the hallway. Claudia says that was when the Black Angel came. He was beautiful and fast. This, of course, is Louis rushing in and grabbing her and pulling her out. But what we didn't see in the last episode is that while he did pull her out, she was heavily burnt in the fire. She says that she thought that she was in heaven, but she was in pain, and then the pain got worse. When she saw the Black Angel crying and she wondered why an angel would cry in heaven. Then she saw the white angel. Lestat tells Louis to drain the girl, and Louis pleads for with Lestat to turn her. Lestat says he doesn't even know where to bite her because her body is so burned. Louis says that she can be their daughter, and Lestat says that a moment ago he was ready to abandon their home. But Lestat walks over and bites her. Claudia thought it was strange that an angel would bite her, and then Lestat forces her to drink his blood. He doesn't even give her a choice. Claudia says she tasted it and she felt as strong as a streetcar. Claudia then realizes that it's not heaven, but just a nice room, and the two angels are actually hell demons. Considering that her mother and her auntie are both dead, she decides to make the best of the situation. This was an interesting way to turn her, because the whole thing with Louis was that he was given a choice. He was told that if he wanted to, Lestat would make him a vampire. If not, no big deal. Cool. We can move on. This year, they give her no choice. She either dies because Lestat doesn't turn her, or she gets turned into a vampire and lives. Kind of. So... But we'll see how Claudia does with being a vampire, and if it's a little better than what Louis had. Claudia asks for more blood, and we see that she's all healed up, and she proceeds to get dressed. Claudia is older than her book counterpart, and she is 14 here, whereas in the book I think she's like 6. So, But it'll make sense in a little bit. She looks around and sees the incinerator and asks what it is. Louis says that we'll get to that part. Louis says he heard her cry out for help because he can, they can hear people's thoughts. 
She asks them to read her mind, and the stat says, as her maker, he cannot. But Louis can. He says she is wondering if her nails will always be like that, and the answer is yes. Claudia tells Louis in his head that if Louis can hear him but Lestat does not, does that make him the dumb one? Louis explains that Lestat now has to rely on their words, just like a normal human. She says she isn't human anymore, is she? Lestat gets bored of being ignored and whips around behind Claudia, which of course she thinks is fantastic, and he says he will teach her how to do it, but not if they have family secrets. Louis agrees that they are going to be a family, and they're not going to have any secrets. They then proceed to tell her what the incinerator is. And then the vamp family heads out for a drive. They find a man sitting by a fountain. And Claudia asks if she has to kill him, and Louis says she can stick to the birds and the beasts. But Lestat says that she can also embark on an experience that is like drinking syrup while on while riding on the wind. She proceeds to run off to go and kill the dude, and Lestat says to Louis, I'm just not sure about that skirt. And Louis says, it's chiffon, it has movement. And it's those types of fun interactions that make this relationship feel more real. Because even though that, that something like that can sort of feel uh, like a distraction or like a throwaway, it actually makes things all that much better. It shows that these are you know, are supposed to be real people, albeit vampires. And so having them have little kind of fun banter with each other or, or conversations like this is exactly the kind of thing that you need to sort of fall in love with the characters. Claudia stops in front of the man, and Louis gloats that it looks like she takes after him. Lestat says he is preparing himself for an evening of swan hunting. Claudia then straight bounces, and they run after her. She stands in the road humming as a police officer walks up to her. He asks where her parents are, and she bites the cop while Louis tells her not to kill the man. He tells her she has to stop before he dies, and the stat asks who it is that she takes after after all. Claudia says she's not a girl, she is a devil. And Louis carries the body back to the incinerator. Of course, she gets reprimanded for killing a police officer, considering that, you know, people will go looking for a police officer if he winds up dead. But they probably weren't going to go looking for that dude sitting by the fountain in the middle of the night. Louis tells her that she is going to wake up with a bad taste in her mouth and with a flood of different emotions, and Claudia says she is hungry. Lestat says her young lady metabolism is permanent now, which means that she will need to eat twice as much as Louis and Lestat. Claudia keeps complaining, saying she's hungry, and Lestat cannot be bothered to deal with her, and Louis says she just needs some sleep. We then see that Claudia has straight up vanished while they argue. Lestat rolls his eyes as they hear her kill another person. Claudia says that the things she used to enjoy eating she doesn't like anymore, since people are so much tastier. We see her gallivanting around the, the home, and she opens up a window and lets herself burn for just a little fun. Lestat asks if every night will be like this, Claudia talking to a book and jumping around while they are going, trying to get to bed. Claudia says the book is her, her friend, and we see that it is one of the journals that Daniel is reading from. They all get in their coffins, but Claudia continues to write in her journal. Lestat tells her to put down the pen, and she asks, Who made you? Lestat and Louis then argue in French, so that she doesn't understand them, and Louis claims that teenage girls all question their existence, and Lestat should just answer her. 
it's very fun that Louis is like completely open to this idea of being the father. Whereas Lestat is like put upon with the fact that he has to deal with somebody that doesn't have the class that he's used to dealing with or the general adult matureness that comes with being a person that Lestat would enjoy talking to. The next morning they go shopping for a new coffin for Claudia. I don't know why, I don't know if it's just because she's younger that they wanted to get one that was lined with something, whereas their coffins are just straight wood. But they're there for it. Louis claims that Claudia is dying from a heart condition, which is why they're shopping for her. But Claudia is not pretending to be someone who's dying. She's instead, instead talking about how soft the new coffin is. The coffin salesman says something is wrong, and he asks him to leave. So Louis kills the man, and they take the coffin with him. Claudia opens her coffin a bit to see Lestat climb into Louis' coffin for some late-night fun. She has super hearing. She definitely hears what's going on in that coffin. Like, I understand they can't exactly go anywhere else, but, you know, maybe don't do that when your daughter can hear everything that's going on. Louis, <clears throat> Louis proceeds to take Claudia on a boat ride. She says that Lestat has secrets since he won't give her answers to the questions she asks. Louis says Lestat has years on them, and sometimes it's best not to ask too much about the past. Claudia asks how love between two men works. Louis says it works just like love. He says he used to like girls, or at least pretended to. But he says that Lestat still likes girls, though. He says that sometimes Lestat's kills get extravagant, and he doesn't like seeing it. He grabs a fish out of the water and drains it, and Claudia says she doesn't know how he does that. Louis says that there are times he goes too far himself. He explains that killing has consequences, and the fire at her house that night was one of the consequences of him going too far. He says he used to get caught up in human affairs, but now that she is here, he only cares about his family. Claudia likes to call Lestat Uncle Les, which is a lot of fun. And uh, just calls Louis Uncle Louis. It still seems like he is so put upon to be in her presence, but it's sort of charming. And he obviously looks at it as this is another one of his prodigies, and he's teaching her. But he doesn't have that like soft hand that you might have to have with somebody who's younger. He's still more in like the Louis sense of things where it's, you know, this is the way things are, you deal with it. Daniel finishes reading the journal and finds Rashid praying. He asks how Muhammad feels about vampires, and Rashid asks him if he got everything he needs from the reading, and Daniel says, she's a killing machine, but I like her. He apologizes for interrupting him, and Rashad says, Asar Namozi? And Daniel says that he isn't speaking Arabic, and asks where Rashid Rashad, Rashid, whatever his fucking name is, where Rashid is from since he thought that he was a native of Dubai. Rashid tells him that Dubai is a child and nobody is a native. It's interesting, to say the least, that Rashid is so cagey when it comes to any answers. We don't know anything about the guy. We see that he is Muslim. Sure. But uh, what he said wasn't a... Arabic phrase. So we don't know a lot about him, and I don't know if he is 
going to be somebody that's important, or if there's some more story there, or if it's just Daniel not really understanding everything going around him. Daniel goes to his computer and opens a different file, where he keeps notes on the events so far. They read, Pilot, co-pilot, attendant. Do they know they work for a vampire? Security details. Three cars for little old me? NDA. How do these arrangements work and how much money? Below that, he's got a section about Rashid. Reference to Louis, always Mr. Dupont de Locke. I serve a god, it's my honor, which is a quote from Rashid. Makes martinis like you worked at Duke's. And electric mailbox. Does Louis enforce this kind of language and why? Which, of course, was something that he said when he explained that the doctor had signed off on it and he had sent, you'll see it in his electronic mailbox. So, we assume that Rashid is human, as he is wandering around the place, and it seems like he has been out in direct sunlight. So, it's not that he is so old that he would refer to email as electronic mailbox, but it is interesting that he has he has said some interesting things, and the guy is still an enigma. Lestat walks into Claudia's room, and she yells at him, saying she, that he has to knock. They celebrate her birthday, and Louis gives her a necklace. She asks how old Lestat is, and he says 159, while Louis says 160. I don't know that... The stat seems like he's the type that would begrudge one more year or even care about how old he is. So I don't know if that is important that they are off on the year that they think he is, or if it's just kind of a passing thing that shows that the stat isn't always the most forthcoming with the information. She asks when she will grow into the necklace. I've got some bad news for you, Claudia. It ain't getting any smaller on you. Claudia says time flew when all you had to do is kill and spend money. So they go out and watch a vampire movie and, of course, laugh about it at how absurd it is. Louis gets a call, and Claudia said all the easy times stopped after that because Louis' mother, Florence, has died. They go to her wake. Grace and Levy ask where, who Claudia is there with, and Louis walks up and says that this is your Aunt Grace and Uncle Levy. He tells her to fuck off while he explains to his sister that the girl was an orphan he and Lestat adopted. Grace tells Louis not to bring her to the funeral tomorrow. But he says he's not going to be able to make it anyways. Levy makes a crack about Louis never being able to make any of the parties that they have, because, you know, they happen during the day. And Grace wants to talk about the house. Louis remarks that she is talking about this while their mother is cold and dead next to them. Levy asks that they pay Louis in installments in order to purchase the house. And he sort of takes offense to it at first. Lestat and Claudia walk up, and Lestat says that Claudia wishes to go home. She says it smells awful, and Lestat says that wakes were invented in places where it snows. Louis kisses his sister on the cheek, which she doesn't enjoy, and says he will have the papers drawn up. So it appears as though that this is probably going to be the last time that we see these characters, or at the very least, this is the beginning of the end for them, where Louis is going to go ahead and sign over the house to them and pretty much sever all ties with the human world. The stat tries to teach Claudia to drive, 
And even though she's immortal, he says that she can still smash up her face and it will take months for her to recover. She runs over a cat and tells us that even though Louis is her favorite, Lestat and her have a lot in common. Lestat then takes her to Lover's Lane. He says that young people swollen with passion taste the sweetest. He says they contemplate how one plus one equals one. Claudia says they come here to do math. And he, of course, laughs and says how sheltered she was. Louis shows her two cars, both with people banging in them. He says that these people are young and will most likely try to fight back. Lestat says he will take one car while she takes the other. Claudia goes over and she proceeds to watch the two people inside the car making out. She seems rather intrigued by it. Of course, the man has her uh, pulls her titty out and... Then he notices that Claudia is standing there, and he chucks the woman off of his lap. Claudia leaps on the man and kills him while the woman runs away. She runs up to find Lestat and says there's something evil out there, and Lestat says, oh yeah, she's with me. And he proceeds to kill her. He tells Claudia that she needs to work on killing two people at once, um, but she came away with a different lesson from that night. She has been 18 for months now, and it's time she started acting like it. Because even though she still has the body of a 14-year-old, she has the mind and soul of an 18-year-old. Claudia walks down the next morning wearing a... Sorry, next night, I would suppose. Wearing a red dress and fur. She says that she jumped a girl coming out of a speakeasy, but she wears the outfit better anyways. Claudia walks down the road and hears three young women gushing over a waiter... And then one of them makes a comment that Darky is playing dress-up in the dark. She's about to go attack them when a horse jumps in front of her and almost tramples her. The man controlling the horse calms the horse down and makes eyes at Claudia. He says his name is Charlie. So the actress playing Claudia is named Bailey Bass, and she is 19. Probably 18 when they were filming this, but still. Because of her actual age with her playing somebody younger they have the freedom to do certain things with the character that otherwise would be little questionable uh, such as having scenes with her making out with people charlie drives her home and he says he drives past her house every day and didn't know a colored family lives there now charlie is black himself so this isn't an insult it's simply of course that they're over on the main sort of high-class road. He is wondering, of course, um, how her parents would let her out, and she says she can take care of herself. Claudia, in her mind, is wondering what his laugh sounds like when it's full bore, or how hard he would hold her against him when they dance. She wonders what his tongue would taste like. Claudia says... She has lost her appetite and can't sleep because she just wants to go and see Charlie again. Lestat and Louis yell at her for skipping and running through the house, and she goes to the balcony as Charlie drives past. She says if he looks up, he likes her. And just as he's about to pass, Charlie looks up, and then he proceeds to toss a bouquet of flowers at her door. Louis asks who Charlie is in her head, and then asks if she is blocking him out now. So he picked up on it, he knew something was going on, but he proceeded to let her do her own thing for now. 
Claudia goes on a date with Charlie, but she isn't eating the ice cream he bought her because, of course, we know that it doesn't taste good to her. He asks about it, and she makes up an excuse. She says that she's just trying to savor it. She asks if he always does this for a date, and he says it's not a date, but she goes, eh, you threw flowers at my door, and you definitely make an eyes at me. He tells her she is young, and she responds that she's 19. She says, everyone in my family looks young, which is true. Claudia says that she remembers when they used to have a toy shop down the road where you could get stray cats. He says that shop must have closed when she was a baby, but Claudia says, mm, no, that shop didn't close when I was a baby. That's enough to convince Charlie to take her out to the barn and make out with her. Which again, like I said, is the exact reason why it's okay that she is, the actress is 19, because otherwise, eh, this would be a little bit weird to watch, but instead, no big deal. Now, obviously, she is. She does not look 19, at least from the way they have her made up. She's trying. And with her body and everything like that, like, she doesn't have the body of a grown woman. So there is still that sort of questionable element of Charlie trying to get with her, but I don't really want to get into it. Charlie says that Claudia looks like an angel and asks if they can kiss a little bit longer. She kisses him on the neck, but then bites him, and then straight up accidentally kills Charlie. Claudia freaks out when she realizes it, and she takes him back to her house and asks Lestat to turn Charlie. He says he cannot because he's already dead. He matter-of-factly says, you didn't half kill him, you killed him completely. He tells her to clean up while he burns the body. But then while he's doing it, he makes her watch Charlie burn to make her remember this. He says this is why we never get close to mortals, because sooner or later, they wind up dead. This is that sort of tough love stuff that Lestat would have probably done to Louis, and it would have worked to an extent. Obviously, Louis is not happy with the way that he was trained to be a vampire, but this kind of thing with somebody who has the mind of a 19-year-old, not the greatest way for her to learn. Louis walks in to see Daniel finishing up and he mentions how vivid of a writer Claudia is. Daniel starts up a recording, and he asks where the diaries were in 1973. Louise says they were scattered, and Daniel calls bullshit on this. Louise says that Claudia was everything to him, and that he says that if you came across your child's diary and read how and when you failed him, would you share that information with a writer you just met at a gay bar? Louis asked where he is in the journals, and he is able to recite Claudia's words and says that Charlie's death ushered in a dark period for them. Daniel says she was a band-aid for their shitty marriage. And so we go back and see Louis yelling at Lestat about making her watch the body of Charlie burning. Lestat could have just burned him, but he says that Claudia killed him and she needs to learn. Claudia screams in her coffin and says that she is being raised to kill two souls a day to stay in the same flat-chested, hairless, crushed 14-year-old doll's body. Her mind and spirit is 19, so she opens up the roof and lets in light. She says she is doing right because the first person she killed called her a devil, and the last person she killed called her an angel, so she is on the right path. She sticks her arm out and allows the light to start to burn it as the episode ends. 
Now, I don't think this is her uh, committing suicide or anything of that matter. This seems more like she is probably going to go full bore onto being a vampire now because she has a possibility here. She can either go full bore into it or she can try to go the Louis route. And I don't see her as the type that wants to go the Louis route. So this was a really good episode. We're four episodes in. Uh, we seem, we've covered a lot of ground already. I think we're in the twenties now. And yeah, it is, it's very interesting. I'm, I'm loving it. I like the Claudia adds a lot to the show, I think. And being able to see the way that Louis and Lestat both try to co-parent, but also don't know how to co-parent. It's really fun. So all in all, great episode. I hope you're enjoying the series as well. I know I am. And I will be back again next week with another episode. So with that, bye-bye.